hello. Welcome to First Person, a podcast brought to you by Coleman FBC. I'm Chuck, and during the next few minutes, I'll join you, the listener, as we meet and get to know others in the First Baptist family. Together, we'll learn about them, their families, and what brought them to Coleman. First, I want to thank the production team of Karen Harmon and Vance Donahue for their help in making this podcast available. Well, good morning. We're back for another First Person podcast. This is an opportunity for you as as folks who are associated with First Baptist to get to know some of the folks that are involved in our uh, church, that are involved in our worship services, that, that may have come along in a fairly recent amount of time within the last couple of years. And this is an, an opportunity for you to just spend some time with them. And so uh, I've invited different guests to come along for our podcast. And our guest today is Brandon Snyder. Um, Brandon has been with us for a, a good period of time. But over the last year, year and a half, he has become uh, one of our worship leaders. And he and Karis are very involved in that. That's his wife. And so what we thought we would do today is just spend some time. Uh, I'd like to let people get, have an opportunity to get you know you get to know you in a capacity other than just see you up there leading and singing and all that sort of stuff. So welcome, Brandon. Good to have you. Yeah, good to be here. Glad that you're here. Uh, Brandon is, as as you know, if you've been in our worship services, Brandon is a is a great musician, um, super talented guy, and um, a huge asset to our worship ministry. And so, first thing I like for you to do, I guess, is just tell us something about you, and then about your family, how, who who all's in your family, and all that kind of stuff. And then we'll just we'll just go from there. How about that? So give us that. Sounds great. All right. Yeah. So uh, I'm married, as you mentioned. My wife is Karis, and uh, she's serves with me on the worship team and. We've been uh, able to worship together for several years now. Uh, golly, going on probably ten years, maybe, wow. and uh, in some capacity. Uh, we have two young girls, uh, a, a new teenager, Zoe, and that's her oldest. And she's involved in basketball, and she loves horse riding, so that keeps us busy. And then our youngest is Allie, and she just turned nine. So turned nine. Yeah, wow. and we have a dog. A mini golden doodle named Cooper. <laughs> All right. So he is the energy in the house, that's for sure. Everybody needs that. Um, well, how about, and, and I know you know this because of the things you do, the business you're involved in, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but uh, one of the things that, I, and I, it may be a Southern thing, I don't know, but normally when you meet people, and since this is the first person broadcast, the first thing you, you want to know from people is like, where are you from? Right. You know, we're, we're, for some reason, it's important for us to know when we're finding out about someone like, well, where are you from? You know, and the other thing is, and, what, and this happens all the time, and we laugh about it. But if you can establish when you find out where someone is from, you say, well, I have an uncle. I have a cousin. Right. I had a friend. I went, you know, so we, then we try to establish some commonality, you know. But uh, so if you would, for, you know, for openers, just tell us where you're from. Sure. All right. So I was born and raised in Jacksonville, Alabama, home of the fighting gang cops. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so I grew up there um, from, I guess, birth until about age 12. We lived down there. My father uh, had gotten a job at Redstone. And he transferred up there. We eventually moved up uh, to North Alabama, and we moved to Arab. Okay. So I lived in Arab for the second half of my life. I got you. And went to school there and graduated from Arab High School and went on to college at University of Alabama. Um, in the midst of all that, that's where I met my wife. And 
and then of course we, we moved back to Arab. We lived in Tuscaloosa for a while, mm-hmm. moved back to Arab and uh, eventually over to Coleman about 10 years ago. So 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, so Arab it was, so that's where you actually so Arab is, is kind of what I consider my hometown, you know, yeah. um, spent obviously the majority of my life there. Uh, but yeah, being from Jacksonville, actually just spent some time down there for the holidays. It was great. And I didn't see all that family, but grew up there. That's where I first got involved in, in music in any capacity. I was uh, about five years old and we would go to a friend of ours from church, like on Sunday nights, it was like the stable thing that we did. We went over there and mm-hmm. hung out and they had dinner or, you know, this, it was just fun. So we went over there and there was a, a lady there that would take me uh, back to this little room that had a piano in it, and she'd teach me, you know, different little songs, and that's where I first got involved in, in music and had some interest. So that was kind of my story as far as how I got uh, involved in music, so it was pretty cool. Well, tell me about your mom and dad. Would, do, they, do they still live in Arab? And, and they do. They, yeah? They do. They still live over there, and uh, they both retired from their normal work, and yeah, my dad actually serves as an associate pastor for a church okay. there in Arab now, um, Liberty Church in Arab. Okay. Yeah. yeah. As a sidebar, Tom and I were at the state pastors conference here a few weeks back, and we ran into one of your old buddies uh, that, that you actually played music with, I guess, as a teenager, college person. Oh, yes. Or, or whatever. There's a story there for yeah. sure. So, yeah, I, I, I probably didn't need to bring that up, you know, because we got some, we got some pretty good information on you. He was, oh yeah, he was really forthcoming about <laughs> you, about you. But oh yes, yeah, it was. It, none of it was bad. It was all good, and we we had a good laugh about it because in another life, both Brandon and I had a music career. That's right. <laughs> and I'll say that in another life, it, you know, it's singing in groups and playing and. Uh, when, for me, and I'm assuming the same way for you, when you look back on that, you think, what was I thinking? I know. You know? <laughs> we oh. did have a lot of good stuff. I mean, if you don't know that's part of my story, it's almost something that you, you've got to know. Yeah. Um, so I'll just come out and say it. I was in a Christian boy band. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yes. From about high school up through uh, college. Is, funny story is actually that's how I met. My wife. Well, was that's at, a blessing, yeah. I know. Is that we was at an event at uh, what was Vision Land? What's it called now? Alabama Adventure. I don't, I don't whatever. Know. Whatever it is, yeah. Um, down in Birmingham theme park, and we were performing there, and um, Karis was there. We, we met. She was at another table with another ministry, and found out we both went to Alabama. So yeah. that you know, so I can't tell that part about my life without right. saying, yeah, we did that for a while. And, well, that's uh, how you got together. Yep. Kind of tickles me because I, I've seen. I've, in fact, I have one of your collector CDs. CDs. Yes, <laughs> yes, we all we both have those as well, and we've given them out as Christmas presents. And I, nobody in my family wants to see me coming with one anymore. You know, but right. there for a while I had I was loaded up with them. But I get tickled because there was a there was a period of time in in music world where on the album cover. Every album cover in contemporary Christian music during that it was like the nineties, I guess. Uh, for some reason, everybody had to look mad. Yeah, you had to look very stern. Very stern and mad and right. like that, you know. So, the smolder. <laughs> yeah. So the time the time I was in that group was during the, the while Miami Vice was mm. popular. So we wore Miami Vice clothes. I mean, which at that time, you know, that was like yellows and whites and just, it, it, and I look at those things and think, oh, my goodness. But <laughs> anyway, well, at, at any rate, you made it here. That's right. And you, you survived. And 
and and a wonderful thing, like you say, you met Karis through that. So, yeah. So I mean, that's a that's an in, incredible thing. Let me ask you this, uh, just kind of in a nutshell, how did you? How I know you said your dad was an associate pastor at a church. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. by that that your your parents were probably involved in church as you were growing up. Yes, yeah, I mean as long as I can remember. Right. Um, fortunate enough to have a family that you know yeah. was always involved in church in some capacity, uh, usually in some type of lay leadership, you know, right. not really on staff a lot, but, um, yeah, I mean, they took me to church and I was always involved there. And, um, but that, yeah. that, what is it they say that part of your testimony is I had a drug problem. My parents drug drug me, me to, to church. church every time it was open. <laughs> every time. But yeah. boom, it's a lame joke, but you know, know. what I'm saying? And I've heard people say that, but that, now that is a huge blessing. Of it course. is. Yeah. And, uh, and you try to do the same with your kids. So how did you come to know Christ? What's your, yeah, so, uh, you know, obviously this is kind of, I mean, a, a lot of Christians, I think, can can say this, who grew up in church, you know, you go there, and for a long time, you feel like you're just, that's what you do. Right. Um, it's not really about relationship, it's just like, this is a thing you check off every week. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Right, this is like, this is the right thing to do, right. and you know all the words, and you know all the answers, yeah. but... What to say. Yeah, to say. yeah. Uh, you know, Jesus, God, Holy Spirit, right? It's one of those three answers. Right. But, um at the end of the day, uh, it was not until I was a teenager, so I was, I think, 13 years old, uh, to early I have a line in the sand moment that I can say, this is when I truly right. understood and gave my life to Christ. And yeah. I was an Arab at the time. So. Yeah. Well, that's, that's exciting. I think a lot of us that grew up in that background sort of might have been that way, perhaps mm-hmm. Like I was baptized as a third grader, but it was when I was I, until I was in high school that I really wasn't able to under understand. I knew, but there's something happened there that the real happening that happened, whatever. And that's not good terminology either. But it, I knew, you know, I came to that realization. That's maybe a better way to put it. So, uh, but that, but it is, it is a, a blessing that your parents are as they are, and that they. You know, you, we, you can't ever overstate that. Let me ask you this then. Uh, so you grew up in Arab, went to Tuscaloosa to school, and then you guys moved back to, to Arab. That's right. For a period of time, mm-hmm. I mean, after you worked in Tuscaloosa. So tell us what it was that, what it was that brought you to Coleman. Yeah, so a uh, little backstory. Like I said, we, we met in college, got married, lived in Tuscaloosa for several years. And uh, after I graduated college, I was him hopping around and, and trying to find what I wanted to do in my career um, and ended up in the finance industry, mortgage mm-hmm. industry. And I had started working for a company there, um, small, you know, regional top mortgage bank and um, was there, I don't know, six months or a year. And we felt, I mean, we were praying about it for a while and felt the Lord leading us to move back to Arab, had no idea why. We loved Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. I mean, we loved it. We're both big Alabama fans. You know, every, had every, we get to go to the games, had mm-hmm. all the stuff in that big city that you wanted to do as a young couple, you know, movies and shopping and all that stuff, right? Yeah. It was all super convenient. Um, so I was like, why in the world does <laughs> the Lord want us to move back to Arab? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, there's literally nothing, you know, that's what we felt like. So, um, so we, we did that and, uh, trusted the Lord. And so we moved back and 
really, we got involved in the church that uh, my dad currently serves as associate pastor. He was just involved at the time, you know. Um, it was a fairly uh, recent upstart church in Arab, and we got involved in the ministry there and eventually asked me, you know, to be the worship leader there at that church for a while. So long story short, we served there for several years and, um, you know, eventually felt the, the call that, hey, it was, you know, Lord's moving to somewhere else now, you know. So uh, in the midst of all that stuff, I was still working in the mortgage business. And um, for about a year, this was in 2009, maybe, I had opened a, an office here in Coleman as well. I had an office in Arab, the mortgage company I was working with. And so I opened an office here in 2009 and, and hired a guy and uh, didn't work out. You know, yeah. we put him in there. He was going to be the loan officer for this area. And uh, it's in about 90 days. And it's like, yeah, it's not going to work, you know. So um, I had to make it work because I you just had to work. Yeah. yeah so I, I spent time going back and forth and, and really got to know Coleman at that point. Like I really... You know, I grew up in Arab, didn't spend a lot of time in Coleman. Really didn't know much about Coleman. <laughs> and, uh, but got to, got to love this town. And um, after that time uh, in ministry at that church, we had uh, been asked by a, a friend of ours who actually married us. He's a minister. Scott, he was, worked with Scott Dawson Evangel- Evangelist Association for a while. Uh, Joey Hill is his name. And he married us. And he was starting a church down in Corner, which is, where right. Karis was from. Oh, okay. And he had reached out to us about helping with that church upstart. So uh, we agreed, and we drove from Arab to Corner every weekend, and like most of the time, spend the night her parents, and get up the next morning, and do the church thing, you know, and, and then come home that day. So it was a mm-hmm. lot of travel for a while. It was a, it was a good drive, yeah, uh, for sure. But we did that for like a year. And in the midst of all that, um, felt the Lord calling us to move to Coleman, you know, to get somewhere closer. And when we made that decision to move, um, you know, we felt like we needed to get involved, you know, somewhere mm-hmm. where we could. We already had one girl at the time, you know. Right. She was like two. We moved here. And so, yeah, uh, that's what brought us to Coleman. That's what got you to Coleman. Yeah, I mean, we just following the Lord. Um Yeah. For some crazy so, reason we end up here. And so now your business is primarily in Coleman. You still have an office in Arab, or yeah, okay, uh, okay. yeah. And I've always had an office over there, or, uh, I guess a, a presence for sure. Yeah, so. yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing. So how long have you guys been at First Baptist? Huh. you know, I really probably should know that. Um, I should too, actually. But <laughs> I'm trying to think. Let me. We'll pause here, and I'll figure that out. It was a. Uh, is it like about, it's not three years yet, is it? Let's yeah, see. I know. I, I want to say it was like. It doesn't really matter. I mean, I don't, you know, I didn't know. We can just pick back up. So, you, so you, you're in Coleman. You came to Coleman. Right, yeah. So um, when we first came, yeah. So we when we moved to Coleman, mm-hmm. we uh, got involved, you know, with another church here, and went there for like seven years. And um, you know, at the time, you know, again, one of those weird situations was nothing, nothing bad going on, you know. But yeah. felt the Lord just calling us to somewhere different, you know. 
Um, so now what brought you to First Baptist? So originally, hadn't I mean, really had no idea. Uh, we had The only connection we had with First Baptist at the time was uh, my oldest daughter, Zoe, had met Tom's daughter oh, okay. in school when they moved here, and they sort of became good friends. So sure. um, we had met Tom and Jackie just through that friendship of yeah. our daughters yeah. um, indirectly, right? So um, we just got to know them on a very high level, you know, uh, at that point. So when that sort of developed, I think Zoe started coming to church with Katie on Wednesday nights because okay. at the time yeah. our church didn't have anything for like the younger younger mm-hmm. kids. I had like for youth, but not for anything for the younger kids on Wednesday nights. So she right. would come here sometimes yeah. uh, on Wednesday night. So that's what the original thing that brought or, us to yeah, First here, Baptist yeah. um, or got us connected with First Baptist. So, and we originally decided, you know, after a lot of prayer and the Lord moving us to some some new place mm-hmm. uh, at the time, I think it was October of 2018. Yeah. When we officially joined up, sort of yeah. came and visited and, yeah. and kind of got a. I just remember, I remember you guys coming and I remember Tom bringing you to my attention, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that you guys. Had, had been here and that you had been involved in worship leadership and that kind of stuff. And so when he told me that, uh, I think you and I kind of met and that first one thing. And then I asked you to just be involved in the, in the worship team, right? you and Karis and, and you guys did that. Uh, also involved with our student ministry, BJ asked you to be involved in that. And so that, that worked out well. And then eventually uh, we decided that we did some scheduling changes and, uh, changed our worship format, and so you guys have been here and been a part. and And uh, I felt like the Lord led me to talk with you about leading that worship service, and so that's kind of how that all we all came about. With that, you guys were here, uh, you were involved in in worship leadership and being being involved in a, in that. And so, as as a result of that, then you've been for the last what year, year and a half, maybe been leading one of our worship services, and so and. And done a great job, and so and have, and and developed all kinds of relationships here, and helped us helped us in that area. So you know some of these questions that I ask people for this podcast is like, well, have you been able to get plugged into a small group? So just my observation, but you can tell me, have you been able to get? You know, you can be a worship leader. I've, I've experienced this. You can be a worship leader. You can serve on staff at a church. And yet never get plugged in as far as your family, as far as your kids, as far as, you know, because let's face it, you're coming from a different background, different place, and all that sort of stuff. So have you guys been able to get, as a family, I know you're serving in worship leadership, but as a family, have you guys been able to get plugged in? We have. First Baptist. Yeah, we have. Um, after we first, you know, started here, you know, we got involved in Sunday school, which was right. huge for us and and finally found, you know, a class that we, we enjoy and love and um Mike Hall and Yeah. And Chuck Gambrell's teachers and uh it's just got a lot of great families in there and yeah. you know that we connect with different stages of life that they're you know, we're in kind of similar stages with yeah. kids and things like that. So um that's been super critical for us. And obviously uh, what I consider another small group inside that is our ministry, you know, that we work with there. Yeah people that serve each and every week you know that we get to spend time with and get to know them and right. things like that so yeah. um well i think that you know just just 
my observation is is that it seems to be a seems to be a good fit. And I know people have enjoyed getting to know you and, and love your leadership as far as worship is concerned, but also your heart for ministry uh, as far as loving people and caring. Uh, being a dad, being a family person and all that sort of stuff. I, I, I know that you've also, you know, you and Tom are pretty close, but I, what is this, this Larkwood track club <laughs> thing that you're involved with? I, yeah. I see all kinds of publicity about that and I'm thinking, Hey, world um, renowned Larkwood and, track. Club. By the way, this is a podcast, but this guy has the brightest orange Adidas shoes on you've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, he could outrun you, but you could never not spot him, right? No, so, you'd always see. Yeah. Him so tell us about the Larkwood Track Club. Yeah. So that whole the Larkwood Track Club existed way before uh, I was involved. Let me just be very clear on that. Um, Tom and his, one of his neighbors kind of kicked that off several years back. Um, I got involved just because this was um, the year before I turned forty. So I'm forty-two now. I just turned forty-two. So this was probably May before I turned 40, right? Mm -hmm. um, so this was May of 2019, I guess. So when I, went, I, I started this whole fit by 40 thing, mm -hmm. I was yeah. like, I'm going to get in shape right. by the time right. I'm 40. And uh, one of those ways I was like, hey, I'll try running. I've never ran. If, if anything was... I was not going to be running. You know, something had to be chasing me. Uh, yeah. Running was not my thing. I played basketball and sports and stuff like that, but I was not just like, I'm going to go out there and enjoy running down the road. Right. Um, but I knew I needed something to get me motivated. And I'd heard stories. Uh, Tom was talking about it, you know, just this group of guys that gets together and runs. And yeah. um, so I was like, hey, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Um, I tried at one point a couple of years before that to train for like a 5K and mm -hmm. it was brutal, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to enjoy this. But long story short, um, I stuck with it. A lot of it was uh, accountability, I think. Of Makes a huge difference. I mean, I did have a goal yeah. that helped um, to, you know, something pushing me personally. But the camaraderie and just, I mean, the funny stories that we have and just the good time that we have, which you think, wow, in the world can you have a good time out there just running? Five o'clock, 5.30. Yes, I mean, you're out there in the dark of the morning and freezing cold sometimes. But, um, of course, when I started, it was hot, right? It was going yeah, into summer. Right. But I struggled through it. Uh, and after about two or three months, um, really got to the point to where I can, I can run this and I not feel like I'm dying. Yeah. You know, and started to enjoy it yeah. a lot more yeah. at that point once you stuck with it long enough. Um, so fast forward, what, two, two and a half years? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, running's become my thing. I'm a, I'm a little little yeah. nicked up right now. Up, my knee yeah. just ran a half marathon and did something to my right. knee. But. It's kind of funny because usually uh, I ride my bike, you know, and so... These guys, Brandon and those other guys in that club, I, they run, our paths cross occasionally. And it's kind of funny because I, I, I refer to them as the thundering herd. Uh, I can hear them coming, uh, you know, when I'm meeting them from a distance. And then I hear laughter, 
you know, and right. so it, it's it's an odd group. There's a couple of pastors in that group and yeah. some folks from First Baptist and that kind of stuff. But it is funny because I hear clunk, 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 and then, it, then I can hear laughter for one thing or the other, you know, from somebody or hear them talking and that kind of stuff. And so it's I know it's a good time. It Fellowship is, is good. There's a I lot mean, of big personalities in there. <laughs> big is, personalities. That's, that's one way to put it. That's one way to put it, yeah. I they, do a lot they, of listening. I'm yeah. not that quiet, you know, <laughs> yeah. a big a personality. Right. There's a few of them in there. But man, well, you get with a couple of preachers and you get some big personalities. Yeah, and you right? can't hardly get a word in, right? So, <laughs> yeah, I understand. Good luck with that. Well, one of the greatest blessings to First Baptist Church is new folks coming along, and you've seen a lot of folks come since you've been here, and and you're really not new. Uh, but there's, like I said to begin with, there's people that who may not know about you or know about your family. So that's why I wanted you to come in and talk with us. And really, it's just a visit. And everyone just have an ear in on our visit. So we've had a we have a relationship. We already we kind of know each other and that kind of stuff. But uh, I appreciate you coming by and, you know, sitting down and just telling your story. Everybody's got a story and we don't have an opportunity to get it out there that much. And so we're going to do this. We'll let people get to know Brandon, get to know Karis, get to know your family, get to know something, you know, a little bit more. And so when you see these people, if you can remember all these names, <laughs> it is difficult to learn names for all these different folks. But you, I know you've done great with that. But uh, when you see them, they'll know something of you. And uh, I think that'll be a good thing. So, man, thank you for being here. You're welcome. And uh, we look forward to trudging on and doing what we do together. So take care. Have a good day. Will do. Love you in Christ and you take care. All right. Thank you for listening to First Person. I want to encourage you to share this podcast with friends and family. Oh, 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 o